Hello, everybody. Hello, Elsie. Hello, John. How are you guys Hello. doing today? Hello. To chit-chat or not to chit-chat? That oh is God. the that question. That is the question. I think it's the only so it's the only answer for us. That's what the show is about. That like that's what makes us she podcasts. I think the answer is quite obvious. Really? You? Okay. No, I'm confused because why? Are, what's confusing? I think we can need a little backstory. Elsie was uh, she had her inventor cap on, her research cap on. <laughs> My inventor cap. <laughs> she was doing something scientific. <laughs> Yes, totally. I was. She came to text with graphs and pictures. <laughs> I had my professor gear on. I was getting all, what is it? What did you call it? Ugh. My homeless. is that what it, My crumpled. I had my crumpled look. Crazy professor. Yeah, she was a hippie professor. Yes. And homeless. I think the word you're looking for is homeless. Uh, no, not homeless. I say crumpled. crumpled. There we go. I, I like crumpled. homeless. All right, I know you do. No. Yeah, no. So, and you were researching listener times, is that correct, or listen times? I actually, I was writing an article for the business, the, the podcast Business Journal about what, how to troubleshoot when your episode is not showing up in iTunes, in quotes, which is what everybody screams about. So I was, I was writing uh, troubleshooting steps, and one of them is to go refresh your feed inside of Podcast Connect. And in order for me to do that, I had to go into Podcast Connect, which I haven't gone to in forever. And uh, thus, I was uh, I saw our Podcast Connect analytics stats and stuff. Then down the rabbit hole you went. And down the rabbit hole I went. Yeah, because it's like in your face. It's like you go in there. It's not like you can't see it. And so I was like, oh, interesting. Ah. So. And so then what <laughs> happened? Well, it just looks that with those with those stats, though, it's just very clear that people don't listen to the whole show. They like drop off somewhere between 20 to 30 minutes. Right. Which is right about the time we're starting to talk about podcasting, which is right. kind of weird. That's what it, yeah. So 20 to 30 minutes. And uh, so there's two ways to look at it, in my opinion. One is they have 20 minutes to listen. So they just listen to the first 20 minutes Two. They like the chit-chat and not the podcasting stuff. If they didn't like the chit-chat, they would fast-forward, no? Yes, because I see the exact op- – well, not – I can't say the exact opposite because I also looked at the stuff for the feed, right? And I wish I would have sent you a link to it. So in the feed, I start off the show with an intro, um, and then I, I, I feature a podcaster, which is usually about five minutes, and then we have a promo, and then Rob and I come into the conversation. Then it starts usually around the six to seven minute mark. And if you look at the feed stats, there is a gigantic scoop at the beginning of the show. Like it starts, and then it's like it dips down to about 50%, and then it rises back up to 80% right when Rob and I get on. That's what I do. I go into the show notes. I look for Elsie and Rob start talking. That's right. And I go right to that mm -hmm. every time. Mind you, though, it's I mean, and, and the thing is, it's like that. I don't I'm not going to change that. I'm going to keep it that, to that because, again, the reason that that show is there is so that we can build community with Libsyn 
and so that we have people listening to us. And I cannot tell you how many podcasters are emailing us and love the feature and are super thankful and want their 30-second prom- 30 promos featured and how I get to know podcasters. And so the value of that um, building of the community is by far much more important than people skipping those 10 minutes or whatever at the beginning of the show. Well, you have to remember I'm a curmudgeon old man now. So that's right. why I just go right through. What do you mean now? When were you not that? <laughs> when we first met. Is that true? I crossed over. I don't know. I'm just making I'm not a sure joke. I agree with that statement. Okay. I'm just making a joke. No, I know. So anyway, let's get back to the analytics, though. That was really interesting. So looking at that, you could make, you know, that people are sticking around. You know, they only maybe have 20 to 30 minutes, whatever. And then we get into the podcasting news and then we do the other stuff. So there's that. And then maybe people aren't interested. That could be it. Also, the other thing that I was thinking is just what you you actually mentioned this. These are stats that are coming from Apple Podcasts. And which right. Apple Podcasts is I don't use Apple Podcasts to listen to shows. It's the worst app ever. It's the worst app ever. So I'm not and in again and you guys, I'm not shaming you people who are listening in Apple Podcasts. Oh yes, I'm, you are. I'm just bit. saying that I have a feeling though well, but, that our people our people that are listening to us are not Apple Podcast listeners. I think that they are overcast listeners or Castro listeners or Pocket Cast listeners or somebody who's somewhere else not in Apple Podcasts. That's my take on it. I think my direct quote was no self-respecting podcast listener listens to podcasts on the Apple Podcast app. I think that's yeah, what it was. I agree. And so even though this is, I think, a reflection more of the, is it, would would you call somebody uh, the average, like an average? I would not call someone podcast average listener. I think it would hurt their feelings. Oh, sorry. Well, what what would you call somebody who has like who doesn't really listen to podcasts that much? Maybe two or three, maybe one podcast. Um, I would call them sporadic listeners or new okay. new listeners that haven't really new found the, nice as well the new benefits of podcasting. Okay. True. New is good as well. New listeners. All right. New listeners who happen to be iOS people. Some might call them lazy, but not me. <laughs> not you. No, no sorry, not Bob. you. Some. So, not you. Okay. So that's a very specific user, right? So they come in and they go away. Yes. If you're using the Apple Podcast app, I would just say delve into your little store and check out some other podcasting listening apps like Castro, Overcast, Pocket Cast, all those other ones. Because they got neat little features that the podcasting, Apple Podcasting app just doesn't have. And no. it makes a better user experience. It is. I can't, I have to, you know, this is what I do when I listen to, when I use the Apple Podcast app, I use it specifically for my clients. Anybody that's in the E-League Anybody, any one-on-one that I have with a client that hires me to work with them, I subscribe to their show on the Apple Podcast app. I look at their show in the Apple Podcast app as much as I can. And then, unfortunately, I then have to subscribe to their podcast also in the app of my choice because what ends up happening is I end up fighting with the Apple Podcast app. I end up going, where's the play button? How do... Where, how, how do I get back to the thing? What, where's the stuff? Like I, it's so, I, I don't, it's not intuitive, at least for me. And so I look at the stuff the way that it looks there because it matters, but then I go consume elsewhere. Right. And so 
for the people to think that I'm calling them lazy for using the Apple podcast app, I tease because I love. <laughs> oh, All right. All right, John. Liar. We forgive you. But anyway, th- here's the thing, though. I just don't think that we should. I don't think that we should change. It. I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, just shut up. Is that what it is? It's like we get back here and we just go like, we'll just talk for 30 minutes and then call it a day. I think that we should open it up to the listeners and see okay, what's the deal. We already know that they like when we chit chat. Doesn't mean we should. Some do, do some don't. Yes, yeah, you're do, always going to have somebody that doesn't and somebody that does. most of the people that listen listen. They've told us already they like the chit chat. We don't have to ask them. They know. We know. But they've told us already the people who are our super fans like the chit chat. Yeah, I've heard some because I'm not. You know, I'm just the editor. I've heard some come to me and say, boy, I wish they would get to the content sooner. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, well, I mean there's, we've heard that there's, too. Right. But that's why I say there's a 30 second button and, you know, or move ahead button. I do the same thing on a lot of podcasts. A lot of times there's some podcasts they get in and the first thing they want to talk about is the beer that they're drinking. And I zip right through that because I don't care. And also, here's the other thing, though. Again, with the feed, the reason that that podcast exists it's a brand podcast. It's for community building. It's for it's another way for Lipson to get news and information out to people. And that's the part that I talk about at the beginning of the show. Now, that said, though, it's like I'm not I'm not going to change that. And I also got a lot of feedback from people saying like, yeah, we skipped through the beginning part. And that's when you have to sit down and go like, well, why am I doing the show? Is it for this or for this? And for us, it's all of those things. And so I made the decision. I'm like, I'm not moving that out. It's just maybe we just leave just it the the hell alone. Then. Can I bring this around to the Thanksgiving theme of this oh, yes. episode? Yes, of course. Yeah, this is a thank. Th- we're thankful, guys. We're thankful. So, so some people like white meat and some people like dark meat <laughs> and some and people right. yeah and so what happens if you like the the dark meat you listen to the from the beginning or sometimes if you just want white meat you go right to the white meat that's right it is the thanksgiving turkey the question is can you stand turkey yes i think that that's the question that is totally the question, the question is will you eat turkey or are you going for something else this year that's the question Right. And so far, they're eating turkey. So what do we care what they, exactly. they haven't told? But, I mean, well, we do care. But again, it's just really a matter of. And, and I challenge the assumption that anybody needs to consume all of anything we put out there. In fact, I challenge you guys to tell me when you really go from like second one to second to the end of every single show. More, mind you, not one that you just found this year. Right. Because everybody has different tastes. And I find myself doing that same thing. It's like I go into even shows that I love and adore and I still I'm a proponent of. And there's times when I just skip over stuff. I just don't want to hear that. I tell you, there's a few podcasts that I listen to that in the beginning, they say this week we're going to talk about this, that and the other thing. And I'm like, not really a fan of this that and the other thing this week maybe i'll come back next week and i'll just hit end and there's nothing wrong with that no there's not but that's cool but you get a download but they don't listen that long and then they come back next week and it's the other thing something else and something else and i'm like oh i'm really interested that in that and i listen to the whole show so but if you don't do that i've i've kind of got to go through it because i have no idea what's going on yep i like i mean i i'm I'm not sure why you made that point well, because if you're worried about how long people listen, 
Who, I think yeah. some people, I'll, I'll just use Dave Jackson for an example. In the beginning, he says, this week, we're going to talk about this and that and the other thing. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm really into that. And then sometimes he's talking about something I'm not really interested in. And I'm like, mm-hmm. thanks, Dave. Thanks for saving me some time. I'll be back right. next week. And I just right. click off. And then there's times when I, I do the same thing, too. And there's times when they do this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, I'm only interested in the other thing. So I skip over the stuff that's not relevant to me, nor do I want to hear. This I will actually scroll through it. I honestly feel like we're trying to explain people how to tie their shoes right now. Why are we talking about this so well, in-depthly? Because podcasters are always worried about the perfect length it, of a podcast. Yes, exactly. That's why. Well, but what we're demonstrating is that even when we have data, we still don't do... It's impossible to change accordingly because we don't really know why the data is the way they the way it is right right and we don't know if it's only a half of a show because they can't listen to the rest or because they don't like the chat or because i mean it seems to me that they don't go back to the end of the show they're only listening to the beginning that's the chitter the chitter chatter right again i just come up with another perfect podcast analogy if you don't mind indulging me let's and this could be cut out if you'd like Oh, no. Um, no. Oh, dear. Podcasts are like penises. Everybody likes a different length. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, you hope. (laughs) You would hope. Well, see, that's, you know, actually, that could actually work really well because there is a perception around what John just mentioned where the narrative. Hold on. Penises? Aims towards one side. And nobody ever talks about the other, right? What other? Like, Are we still talking about penises? Everybody cause... seems to be liking big penises. Like, having a big penis, supposedly, is a big, uh, amazing thing. It's like men decide, well, it's always about length. It's always about, like, oh, mine is bigger than yours. And it, that's the conversation. But right, nobody ever talks decide. about when women decide, well, that is actually a s- scary. <laughs> I prefer this size. This is a fantastic size. This makes it wonderful for me, and I love it. Yeah. With you don't want the Nobody baseball bat. Nobody ever talks bat. about that. That's what I'm saying. People so talk I think about that it. I say it every metaphor. time. You don't want a baseball bat. It's unpleasant. It's uncomfortable. Well, but what, what we're talking about here is that the majority of people out there are talking about that there needs to be, like, the whatever the baseball bat is, that's what people keep talking about. Get more the most three, downloads. Get the, more than th- the, the, the perfect length. Get the amount of engagement that you're supposed to. Make the millions of dollars is the baseball bat. More than three handfuls is a waste. I say. think the baseball bat is like Dan Carlin's because it's like a four or five hour episode. <laughs> yeah, but I'm talking about the some. Old. I know, but you're thinking about what's the perfect one to get the most. Down- what's the perfect one where everybody wants it? The perfect size. Right. About five to six inches soft. <laughs> and then about, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's a good question. What, how do we know? How are we supposed to know? Well, there's articles written about all this stuff and just enough. It's all speculation. It's really right? just enough. It's really just enough. Would you do that? Like I, again, as you know, Jess, we were to. just talking about some of this stuff too. If somebody tells me this is the way you're supposed to do things. You're supposed to do a 30-minute show because that's the way to do it. Or you're supposed to do a 45-minute show. I will say no. If I decide myself that 60 minutes is where we cut it off, I'm going to hold myself to that because I made the choice. 
It's got to be an internal choice of what you feel your show should be versus somebody else telling you what your show should be. As long as you have content, you put that length of show out. I don't really like doing half hour shows because I never feel like we get to the meat of it in time. Yeah, but I think that here's the thing, though, Jess. The meat of it could actually be, yeah, we can get behind the microphone and talk for two hours. But then afterwards, you can edit out probably an hour out of that to get to the actual meat and only deliver the meat. Brings it back to that penis reference again. Exactly. (laughs) That's right. So you could do it both ways. And that's like, to me, it's like, well, if you don't have editing time, it's hard because you do have to sit. I'm sure. And uh, uh, John, I know you feel this because I'm sure there's a lot of times when you've been given a show where there's a lot of things that you need to take out or there's like stuff that just, you know, it would be better off if you didn't have this in there. I mean, I know I do that for the feed. I sit there and I go, do we really have to have this two minutes of giggles and laughter and just ums, uh, uh, like I cut all that stuff out. I think as an editor, I pretty the show up. I put the makeup on the show. I get, but as far as cutting content, I can't do that because I don't know the theme. Like with this show, I can, because I know you too. And I know what, you know, we've been doing this long enough where I know what you want and what you don't want. But with other people, I don't know the theme of their show and what they consider good content or not, because it's something about a topic maybe that I don't know that much about. So Mm. so what I would do is I would clean it up and then I would give it back to the client and the client would say, "Okay, I need you to cut out from five minutes and 13 seconds to seven minutes and 24 seconds. And they would give me time codes and then I would go back, cut that out and then kind of move and then just kind of move it together and smooth it out. Like it doesn't sound like a, a an edit where they're talking about turkey and then the next thing you know, they're talking about potatoes without any kind of transition. That's the hardest part about that. But as far as content, it's really up to the content creator to figure out what is mm-hmm. good and what is poo caca. That's right. And that's why it takes so long. So like that's why I feel editing is really important. But at the same time, it is the biggest time consuming thing that you can have. Editing for content is rough. And and I know that I spend time doing that for the feed because it is so long. I mean, there's times where it's like 90 minutes long and not all 90 minutes are amazing. So on average, I cut out anywhere from 12 minutes to 16 minutes. And most of it is it's not content as in information. It usually is a back and forth between Rob and myself that is not relevant to the information. It might be cute, but when you have when you have 12 minutes of that, if you cut it out, like if somebody just heard all of that stuff, they'd be like, I'm just glad I didn't hear that. To me, it's like a service to people to get to. And even then, there's a lot of stuff that I would still continue to, to cut out, but I honestly don't have time. It's a long, it, it takes so long for me to do that. So, and even that show though, the majority of uh, the consumption is, well, no, it's a, it's a little longer than for our show, but it's still not the whole thing. If I look at all the episodes, it's not like everybody listens to every single minute of that long ass show. As a listener to the feed, I go there when I want to hear what Rob has to say about a certain topic. Mm-hmm. Like when they had the Facebook debacle. That's and right. When they went to the IAB stats and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever's. What just happened in podcast, I'd like to hear Rob and, and your take on it. 
And then I'll go listen to that. And I think that people say, do that for us too. They'll come in and they go like, oh, I wonder what Jess and Elsie have to say about this. And everything in between somewhere here. So, but speaking of things that are changing out there, though, shall we uh, talk about some uh, news, maybe? The news you can use for the informed podcaster, podcasting news. Are you guys still here? Yes, we're old. (laughs) Ask the audience. We have no choice. I'm asking the audience. Oh, the audience. Can we get a heads up? High five, everybody who's still in the house. (laughs) How many times? How long have we been talking? Because if it's past 20 minutes, the answer is no. Right. (laughs) See you next week. (laughs) No, they're not. That was enough. Oh, my God. So I guess the biggest news that we have here to report is that Pandora has now uh, officially gotten into the uh, podcasting Podcast. game. Podcasts. Yay. Well, th- they announced this last year, their their podcast genome project. And now they've just, you know, released it to everybody or just to say, like, we are doing this whole podcasting thing. And the way that they're doing it is, uh, well, according from what from what I read is that they are doing their best to deliver the type of kind of playlist and discoverability things that, um, you know, if it's smart, it's supposed to be smart. So if you're using the app, it would kind of know the kinds of things that you like, and then it would suggest you listening to certain shows based on your consumption in the way, in the same way that you discover new music and stuff like that. Hmm. So that's why they are what that is. How cool is that? So what do you guys think about that? I don't feel like you're using all the words you need to describe what you're saying. Because you okay. just ended with, and that's why that's what it is. To me, Pandora was the first music sharing thing you had on your phone that you could listen to, like a radio that gave you music. So they're True. like the OG of podcasting music. <laughs> the OG. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now they're coming into podcasting very, very, very late. For those of you who don't know what OG is, it means original gangster. I love OG. Who doesn't know what A OG means? A lot of means? people. People don't. Really? I'm just okay. saying. I don't know. Maybe our the origin- audience. The original gangster of music playing things on your phone was Pandora. Yeah, And now they're coming into the podcasting space, I would say, last, almost. Who else isn't doing podcasting that was a music service? Maybe there's some. I, I don't know. It's harder. Um, Shazam. Okay. I'd never heard Shazam of Shazam. Shazam was bought. Oh, Shazam is not a music service. And they were just bought by It was by starting Apple. to be. It was starting to be, wasn't it? Oh. Not as far as that. Well, I never really used it too much other than to find out what the song called, what the, what the song called. <laughs> they were starting to give you lyrics and all kinds of crazy crap. The, the good thing is that people that just listen to music might stumble upon podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. That's the idea. And yeah. And then they might get hooked on it and then find something that they like and start listening to it. But people that are OG podcast listeners won't be running to Pandora Correct. To listen to it. Yes, that is my feeling. Now, mind you, here's a little bit from a an article from Wired. So, Jess, this is why you thought that maybe I didn't use all the words, but here's what it said. <laughs> yes, Okay, please. quote, 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 Pandora foresees a future in which it can point people not just to specific podcast episodes, 
but relevant moments within those episodes. In the more immediate term, Lynch says the company is encouraging podcast producers, oh my God, to focus on shorter formats, bite-sized morsels that represent less of a commitment, and clear the way for less intrusive advertising. Oh my God. Okay. End quote. No, but, but I, mind you, I'm going to continue here because it goes even longer now. And this is about advertising. Quote, mm-hmm. which unsurprisingly is the other half of Pandora's podcast equation. It's music algorithms don't just help listeners find songs, they also help advertisers find the right listeners. The company says even more potential in targeted advertising for podcasts, which inherently cater to more clearly defined interests. And streaming show and streaming a show through a platform could potentially offer better analytics, which in turn would help podcast producers and Pandora charge higher rates. End quote. What is with you today? I like this, Elsie. <laughs> She's energized. Who are you right now? <laughs> what? Elsie is I'm, this? Hey, I I am a performer. Okay, I you was performing. certainly are. I was commenting on what I was reading via my voice delivery. Did you not appreciate my? It's not that I didn't appreciate it. I just talent was not. I'm conveying it. It very my sentiments without speaking the words. Just right. So basically, <laughs> they're figuring out that maybe they can make <laughs> a little bit more money you. by matching podcasters and advertisers. Yeah, but. How's about them? Right. Apples. It's like Spotify. I figured since we were going to start sending everybody to Spotify to listen to our podcast, maybe I should try it out. And I was there 15 minutes. I, I hated it. <laughs> hated it. You hated it. Yes. Well, because I'm, it's, I have the free version because I'm not paying for Spotify. And I, I don't know if Spotify does a better job if you pay them. I would imagine that they do. But you just mentioned this, John. This isn't about... They don't do that much different of a, of a version. It's almost the exact same. Yeah, this is not about having podcast listeners go to Spotify or Pandora to listen to podcasts. That's not what this is about. This is about opening up, possibly stumbling onto a podcast by someone who's never listened to a podcast before, but happens to really love listening to things. And maybe they've only listened to music in the past, but then all of a sudden now they have this other option in an existing app, which they are already using, that they go, oh, oh, look, podcasts. What is this? Ooh, this is neat. I'm just going to create now a habit based around me using Pandora, which I'm already doing, and then occasionally listen to a podcast. I'm just going to create a habit That's right. right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm creating a habit. Try and stop me. It's podcasting bait. So in other words, you're yes. trying to catch a podcast listener. So you dangle this thing out there. And yeah, if they grab yes. it, then you try to lure them out of the Pandora app into a real podcasting thing of above. What's wrong with that? I guess nothing. I, I can see it. <laughs> but I guess as podcasters, we should try to direct them. If you're listening to Pandora and Spotify, we got a better way to listen. You can go to some podcast listening to apps that would give you a better listening experience no yes uh i don't know it's kind of like why would it be a bad experience is there why do you assume it's a bad experience uh well they're coming in late these other podcast players have been doing it for a long time it's the only thing they do and they have different things 
that different, what's the word I'm looking for here? Different agenda, agenda, different uh, effects that they have or that they use tricks, tricks, tips and tricks so that they use to make it a little bit better Yeah, to search podcasting, to find other podcasts. I don't know. I just, I think what happens is we, as podcast, I'm going to go as a podcast, podcast listener now because I am a podcast listener. And I would say that once we find what we like, we, we want to stay there. We don't want to have to go out. But they're not worried about you. They're worried about the people who, who've not ever used No, I understand it. it. I, what I'm talking is as podcasters now. How do we get them out of the Pandora and Spotify app to a podcast we, player? We, we don't, don't, actually. That's, it oh. doesn't That's really matter. Like, I just don't think it's... So we don't even try? Okay. No, no, no. The idea is to get the billions of Pandora users listening to a podcast, maybe. Not to yeah. move people over. Okay. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's kind of like because think even the way that we listen to music nowadays. Like I know there are times when I'll go. I'm like, oh my god, that song. I remember that song, and I will go and in, into like uh, Apple Music, and I'll download that song that just I just remembered that I wanted. I'm not gonna go inside of Apple Music and download the entire album of that song where that song is like once in a while I'll do that if it reminds me or if it's like an album that I really love that I have forgotten about but usually it's more about that song and I think that that's the way most people are now consume most people mind you again there are differences because there are people who really love music and they really love the way like all the things about music which includes the way an out al- like the entire experience of listening to an album. They love all of the things about when an, a- an artist releases an album. And those are the super fans. But the general public, especially the younger folk out there, I don't think are going out there and downloading an entire all of the songs that somebody releases. They really like bits and pieces here and there. Right. Um, so right. Th- I think that's what's happening with Pandora as well, where you will get times where maybe somebody will listen to our show and then be really excited about it and look forward to getting our newest episode. I'm not sure how that's going to like, I don't know what the functionality is that hasn't come out yet. As of now, the app itself that I think I believe the app itself that supports all this. I think it's coming out in December. I don't really have the answers to all of this yet. But I do believe they're coming in December, at which time we'll have a lot more answers. Right now, we're just speculating as to what it's going to look like. And, you know, She Podcast is part of the beta for uh, Libsyn is a direct partner with Pandora, which means that. that woohoo! So if you're a Libsyn user, you can email rob at Libsyn.com. And you can get your podcast in and there's going to be a destination inside of the Libsyn dashboard where you can submit, I think, at some point. I'm not sure when that's going to be rolled out to people. And but but there's 420 podcasts that are already have already been submitted and approved to Pandora. So when Pandora opens up, it already have 420 podcasts from Libsyn already in there. Mind you, there are partners that are like more than just Lipson. So it's not just us. I'm there was like so many other people. I don't really have the names of all the people <laughs> here. Sorry, guys. But it's all kinds of other like companies, like big companies that are putting their stuff out there too. So it's going to have a lot of podcasts, not 500,000 plus like Apple podcast no. does. But um, it's going to have a decent amount. So people can kind of find that. So as soon as your podcast host 
opens up Pandora's box, you'll hear <laughs> all the podcasters stampeding That's over right. to put their podcast on Pandora. That's right. You're probably right. Because, yes, that's right. So there you have it. Anyway, that's like, yeah. So you can subscribe to our show or listen to our show on Pandora. Those of you who are not listening to the show right now. <laughs> Here, as we speak. If you're not listening right now, go to Pandora <laughs> and listen there. <laughs> that's right. No, you did not just say that. Yes, I did just say that. No, I mean, I heard you because I heard Elsie. I just can't believe it. I think I just can't believe it. So, I, I, you know, I'm just wondering because this is new to me. I switched over to the dark side. I got a, a uh, Android phone. I was an iPhone user forever. And with that, I have I bought two Google assistants and I have had them hooked up. One's in the studio and then one is upstairs. And I find myself listening to podcasts on those devices also. And I do enjoy that because I don't have to carry the phone around with me. So home listening, if I'm you know either upstairs or down here in the in the studio and I want to listen to something while I'm doing something, I can just say play this podcast. And so far, I've hit every one that I wanted to hit. Like no one, it hasn't come back saying I don't understand what that is. So I don't know. What do you think about that as taking over the phone? I think it's doing good stuff. I, I uh, you know, I've seen it. Uh, there's a lot of people that actually do that kind of stuff and, and taking the, um, how do you say it? Like the uh, the obstacles out of it. I, one of the things that Dave Jackson did at the Lips and Meetup uh, when we were there just like at the beginning of November, it was interesting how when he was talking about subscribing to your show and getting your show everywhere and all that kind of stuff, he literally asked, you know, the ladies whose name begins with an S. He said, you know, very loudly, hey, you lady that name begins with an S, subscribe me to. And then he just mentioned the show and it did it, you know, and it was it was just really cool to to show that in a, cool. a room full of people who didn't even know. Like Everybody's face was like, whoa, I didn't know she did that, you know, and it was like, oh, I didn't know that I could do that either. Like, I don't really ever think about talking to my device to subscribe, but you can do that. You can. Vi I didn't know anyway. that you could but subscribe, subscribe in the Apple podcast app. Of course. But you can do the same thing for Android stuff. I didn't know that. I'll have to check that out later. I would assume Ooh, you can. Anyway. Know. Right. You have a lady, don't you? I have. Well, I have a. Yes. I. a matter of fact, I, I broke up with uh, Alexa. <laughs> I broke up with her. And I now I'm a, a, a Google Assistant person. Oh, look at that! Right. No way! Is yeah. that because of your phone, your new phone? Correct. Yes, I found I like the Google Assistant better than I like the lady in the hockey puck. Wow! Wow! Look, Jess's mouth's wide open. You can't see this, Elsie. She's like, she's stunned. I can't. Oh, because you it. broke up with the lady A. Yeah, I like broke up with Alexa. Yes, I kicked her to the curb. I mean, we had a good run. Are you happier? You know what? One? I am a little bit happier. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Dude, you just started last week, didn't you? Holy cat. Yes. Well, you know, in a new relationship, it's all, you know, how it's, you're just infatuated and all that. So I'm sure this uh, device will disappoint me like others. Oh, that's a terrible attitude to take. I'm just kidding. I mean, I used a, uh, a G-Dog at an Airbnb and it was really nice. She never... 
she always understood what I was saying, which was new. Yeah, that's true, too. I mean, I never had to repeat myself and I never heard like, I don't know what that means. What did you say again? Like, I never got to I never heard that, which was kind of cool. It's nice that it understands you a little better. But does it do all the things that what's her name does? Look at us. We're, we live in fear of saying her name, which is also sad. <laughs> right. We're we're Crazy. prisoners. Like, I don't even have to write down things anymore. Like, I can say, hey, Google, remind me to buy a- apples. Tomorrow. All right. What time? Four o'clock. All right. I'll remind you tomorrow at 4 p.m. There it is. And it oh, goes sure right not. into my tasks. It, and there's a reminder. Oh, there your for Google that. tasks. That yes. is so cool. It's, and it's just all, it's all, it all just is all one big happy stew of organization. <laughs> stew. <laughs> Anyway, uh, oh my God! So can we move on to some gratefulness now? Can we just do that because we're yes, oh we're running up on the time that Elsie yeah. do we cuts feel it grateful? Off. And now we move on to some gratefulness. Oh my God! <laughs> well, since Jess is a very grateful person, <laughs> why don't we go with her first? Jess, what are you grateful for? Well, <laughs> this year. For um, Thanksgiving and in general, I'm grateful for a lot of things. I, you know, in all the Me Too talk and man bat well, not I want to say man bashing, but there's been a lot of like, oh, no, it's a terrible time for white men. I'm very grateful that I can count many, 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 many lovely men that I know and I'm related to, including the three that I live with, who try really hard to be nice to me and leave me alone when I need to be left alone and bother me when I need to be bothered and are respectful and helpful. Um, so my husband and my sons who I love very much, I'm grateful for having such a strong community, um, especially locally, um, especially Isaac's school community and the JCC community. Um, because we did not actually have it was not actually a bomb threat or anything like that when the school was evacuated it was just kind of like a mysterious package which ended up to be nothing anti-semitic whatsoever but boy did they have that shit down pat they had all the kids out they were laughing and playing they lined us all up they informed us via text and email everyone was home by you know within a half hour just pretty amazing and also every time i walk in there i'm greeted with friendly hellos and they love my child and they know him very well. And he says hi to everybody and they all seem to, well, that could just be Isaac, but I mean, um, you know, it's a very strong community. The parents are very nice to one another. Everyone seems to get along quite well and it's nice. Um, I am also grateful for, I'm going to get a little more specific now to she podcasts. Um, I'm really grateful for this show and all the opportunities that it has been able to afford me and us. Elsie and I have lots of opportunities as a result of this show for speaking and traveling and also putting more content out there, which I'm really grateful for. Um, I'm very grateful for John. And I realize every time I hear another show, what an amazing gift he is of an editor. He's an amazing editor. Um, and people, you know, and I mean, I've been, I've judged quite a few podcasts recently and I have to say like, boy, is he a miracle worker. You guys have no idea. Um, 
but also my other friends in the community. I've had quite a few this year that have um, keep showing up over and over, you know, that I see at all the events like Dave Jackson and um, and Chris Kremitzos because Katie's been pregnant all year, but I seem to pop up everywhere. Chris pops up and it's really fun hanging out with him and collaborating with him and joking with him and doing roasts with him. Uh, I was really grateful to be able to do that roast last year, and I'm super grateful to roast John Lee Dumas next year. That's going to be so fun. Um, I'm very grateful for Emily Prokop, and I'm grateful for, um, like I said, Dave Jackson, Monica Rivera, and um, Ramona, and her husband who was there at DC Podfest, and all the people from all the different companies like Libsyn, and Blueberry, and Spreaker, and Podbean. Like, even though we are all technically competitors of sorts like i really enjoy all of their company and that that i think speaks to what a nice community the podcasting community is so i'm very grateful for that because you know if this were like haircutting and salons it would be catty bunch of bitches but we're nice people and it's kind of cool um i am grateful that a couple times this year several times this year someone has come up to me and told me that the story of my daughter or continuing to post my daughter has helped them or a relative of theirs either become diagnosed with borderline personality disorder or um, helped someone, I don't want to say finish being a heroin addict, but certainly encouraged people to get help when they needed to get help. And um, I've had a couple of people this year, including over the past weekend, that was just like, you know, you and Elsie have changed my life forever. You have completely and totally made my life better and different. And thank you which is kind of an amazing thing to hear. And lastly, but not leastly, I am very, very grateful for the new opportunity of working at podcast websites. And I am very, very grateful for Mark Asquith. And I'm very grateful for Kieran. And I'm very grateful for Izzy and James and all the people that work there who are so nice and accommodating. And especially to Mark, who is a good friend and super fun to collaborate with. And, you know, I really wanted to like be on their team for a while just because I love their company and all the stuff that they're creating. Um, and every time I learn something new that they're doing, I get really, really excited, which is something I haven't been able to do for my own business in quite a while is like be super excited about what I'm going to be offering. So it's kind of a, it's definitely a gift and I'm really excited to see where it leads. And I wouldn't have that without having such a good friend and Mark and, and those guys. So I'm grateful for that too. And mostly Elsie. Because she's my BFF. And like we text every day and, and tell each other all the things. And, you know, I just like her a lot. Oh, <laughs> I like you a lot, too. I love you, Elsie. You're my bestest friend <laughs> in the know. whole world. I wish I lived closer to you so I could feed your children and goats. And so I could go shopping with you and we could work together in silence. It would be really shop. great to be able to have that kind of an outlet because it's like, yeah, no, for, for sure. It is. And sadly, though, I mean, if I may be grateful for you, it's uh, also since is the fact that you are probably the first friend that I've ever had that I've been able to consistently communicate with <laughs> in a really. Yeah. Like as a grown person, like an actual relationship. With another Aww. woman, how about that? That's nice. I've never I mean, had I a best do have either. other BFFs that I had. You know, when I, I mean that I still have from my thirties. But even then, though, there was also it, it's not the constant sort of 
checking in kind of thing, like the what you read in books and things. Like I never had that. You know how like when you are a little girl or you see it on TV or something like that, like there's the girls talking on the phone or they pass yeah. notes to each other or they're hanging out at school or like yeah. I never had that. Like that that was not part of my life. So this is kind of my this is like now as a middle aged woman. I know. I, like, that I have a BFF. <laughs> and she's the exact opposite of me. Um, so which is that. weird. But Elsie's my only like all day, every day, she's free to listen and laugh and be <laughs> yeah. annoyed for me whenever I need those three things. Listening, laughing, and being annoyed on my behalf. That's yes. what a true friend does. <laughs> right? And vice versa. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's exactly Okay, yes. your turn. I'm that, done. Thank it. you. But thank you. I know. We do get a chance to do that. But it's actually very helpful for us to do that. And, you know, I, I went uh, off with my thankful stuff. I, I did write down some things here that are a little podcast heavy, like podcasting oh, heavy. I know. You didn't go because personal like I me, but I just, thought no. I'd go, I just thought I'd get extra because John challenged me. That's right. You, you went a little extra on that, which is great. I love extra feelings all the time. <laughs> but um, um, I think this time I'm going to go um, with more heavy podcasting stuff. And I know that Do this it. seems kind of vainish in some way, but um, the H6, the recorder, the H6, is really something I think all the time when I take it out. And I look at that piece of hardware and I go, you are incredible. You are an incredible piece of wonderfulness um and being able to know that i can sound amazing with just that piece of hardware is incredible and the ease of use of that thing and finally getting an atr 2100 and the 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 freedom that it gives me to be able to record almost anywhere with uh with the majority of the audio being v- a slightly above passable I think is great especially for John because I know he has to deal with having to take out a lot of the ambiance that happens to be around me whenever I'm recording in uh, locations that are not in the quietness of a bedroom or a home uh, with uh, children but uh, I I am really in awe of that and the incredible ability for audio to, to be for you to be able to get like really good audio if you just know how to use the tools really well. And then that so actually moves me, it moves me now to something to, to you talking about John and what I've noticed in the power of editing and what editing can really do for somebody. And it, this isn't something that I immediately understood, especially when you're starting out. Because when you're starting out, you think of, oh, you edit the show by taking out this stuff that was a little noisy or you take out ums and ahs and you think that uh, or cutting out a little bit of a noise or adding music in the background like those are actually things that are that are editing and that can help uh, a show become more listenable and whatnot but you don't really understand the power of what somebody that is as good as John really does for a show where it can single-handedly take a show from something that is it's fine. You know, it's great. It's it's a good show. You know, when somebody will do that to something that takes up it takes it up another notch where you know the difference and you go, "Okay, this is a for real 
show here. <laughs> I don't know if there's a nicer way to say that, but because I don't want to put people off. But the thing is, it's like there's a it's really hard to convey to somebody who is really starting to get into this medium and really has something to say and that really wants to impact their audience to really care about the way that your show sounds and to mm-hmm. choose to listen to not just your show but other shows so that you can tell the difference when yeah. your show's not working out. Like, you know how they, well, maybe it, you can't really see it a lot of the time. That's why there's shows like, what is that show on, um, the, the, I don't know, when that cable show, the, is it called What Not to Wear? Is that what it is? That show where Probably. it shows people that are, they usually get a, some kind of makeover because they're wearing things that are just not okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, all of a sudden they get a lesson, right? Like this is, these are clothes that really fit your body. These are, this is how you look the best wearing some of these things because this shape fits you. Like it's not trying to make them not themselves, but it's just giving people tools. And that's what I feel audio is. It's a matter of really enhancing what you have by using the tools so that your mission or your voice can really land for people. Because if you listen to a lot of the shows out there, it really just stays now at the point of, I'll just record my call via Zoom and add a little music at the beginning and at the end and wash your hands out of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Where if you really care, I mean, if you really want to take it up a notch, you do have to care a little bit more. So thank you. For me, it's been, John has been instrumental in recognizing the the magic of, of what this show can be. <laughs> he makes you care. That's what he matters. He does. He makes you care. Um, and I want everybody else to care. And the last thing that I have here to say here is that uh, I am very thankful that our van did not break down when we did our cross-country trip. We went all the way from North Carolina to California, to Southern California, to Northern California, back down to Southern California, and all the way across the country, and our van was fine. And I got to podcast movement I was supposed to have done, and um, so I am very thankful that our trip was full of non-car troubles, and for the most part, I was fairly relaxed. And the only stress that I had on that trip was podcast movement. (laughs) But that is it. The end. I'm glad the van didn't break down while you were on the road. I would have lost money if I, because I would have bet that that thing broke down, especially on that trip. I don't know too many vehicles that could have made that whole trip and not broke down, to be quite honest. How old is that van exactly? Tell me. I don't know. We just bought it a couple of years ago. Remember that does when we not got in make car it accident? new. It's only new to you. How old yeah, is new. the, what year is the car? How am I supposed to know that? It's a gray van, and I know its name. Oh, my God. Well, Gandalf. you gave it its name. It's Gandalf the Gray. <laughs> That's true. However, wouldn't it be such a relief? I mean, you say that now. Right. But wouldn't you have such a strong sense of relief if you had a car that was built last year with all the safety features and AAA and all the things you would need so that if, God forbid, you did break down, there would be a dealership anywhere that would be able to take care of it, or you would be able to have someone come out and fix it for you for free, or, I mean, that's the kind of thing. Is that really like, that what happens? Yes. What? Yes. Well, no, no, because see, here's the thing, and I know Rand's over this. I, I totally know that he's over it. But here's the thing. It's like, the, and I know, and I'm going to get on a, on a kind of a little bit of a soapbox here because, I, and go. I know that most people are going to be like, I don't know what she's talking about. She should just get the car that actually works. 
But there is a lost art that I think for people who don't know how to take care of things at their own home. And I know Rand gets over this stuff because the man, for God's sake, everywhere he goes, he can replace a toilet. He can buy the parts. He can lift yes, the he's thing very up. He sits there. He's incredibly handy. He will just fix stuff. Like if things break, he'll take it apart. He'll sit there and he'll put it back together. He does the same thing with the car. He's fixed it so many different times. He's He gets the part. He consults with his people and he gets in there and he gets dirty and he gets it done. He's over it. I totally know he's over it because he's told me he's like, I'm okay. I've, I've paid my dues of being the handy person. Yeah. I get yeah. that. But that said, though, it's a lost art. It's like people go like somebody else is going to fix it. I don't even know what's under there. So you guys know what the you guys know what the make and model is. But you, do you know how to f- change the oil? Do you know how to, you know, no. check the basics of whether or not your car is going? Do you check it? No, ever? no. Of course I do. Well, see, that's what I'm I, saying. I have been I taught 15 a- times. I refuse to learn. OK, well, see, there you have it. I don't want to know anything about how I don't want to I don't even want to put gas in my car. If I could live in All New right. Jersey and have so someone do it for me, I would. I don't what like I'm to saying deal to you car. is that it's like a, it's a choice, though. And so you do like I happen to have somebody who fixes all the things. And, yeah, he makes it easy for me. But I know that he's not going to let me take off without knowing how to change, uh, you know, the oil, how to check it, how to make sure I know where the tires are. How to, like it's just not going to happen. That's just sort of like sending you out there not being ready. I have or- had a 2015 car for about a year, year and a half, and I've driven it multiple places. And how many times do you think it's broken down? None. Never. Yeah. Well, it's it's about how many times do you think years. it will break down before I get rid of it? Never. Yeah, but it's a cost thing too. In other words, you're paying a lot of money for that. Where. The vehicle that Elsie uses is uh, it's already paid right. for. It's already paid for. Yeah. We don't owe any car payments on it. Right. So you're paying for that reliability. Right. In some cases, and I'm not saying I can't compare mine to hers, but in some cases, it is more cost effective to make a car payment than to have to keep buying parts. That's when you know to get rid of a car because paying 150 200 300 a month is less expensive than keeping fixing it. And I don't know if your car is at that point, but I know that I drove many cars at that point. And that's why I don't do it anymore, because all of my 20s and almost all of my 30s was spent driving hoopties. And I'm tired of it. I got really tired of breaking down all the fucking times. (sighs) So much stress. (laughs) I can't deal with it anymore. I mean, I agree with you. It is a lost art, but so is writing thank you notes. I'd still rather do it via email. I completely agree. I'm just saying that I'm very thankful for our van and the way that we have it and like the, you know, what it is. And I'm grateful that you have Randy. I'm grateful that you have goats because I'm quite fond of them now. Actually, I have to say I love my, I would be sad if something happened to your goats. Yeah. But anyway, that's our thankfulness. And um, John, how about this? We are going to take you out with uh, you, your thankfulness, and we're going to close the show. How about that? Oh, me? You want me? Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So for me, I am thankful for my daughters. They're growing into amazing young ladies and they are just they teach me so much and I'm grateful for them. And the other thing I'm grateful for is podcasting for the simple fact that I've met so many wonderful people. I've learned an art form of podcasting and I've met amazing people and friends from all over the world that I would have not even known if it wasn't for podcasting and meeting you and Elsie and Jessica has been amazing. 
And doing this show has taught me so much, and I appreciate it. And even Jessica, she has made me such a better podcast editor. And she <laughs> don't say that's that. It, that's it. Lean down it. and talk into the mic now. She's she's standing up and stretching as as I say what I'm thankful for. You know, some people have standing desks. I don't have one of those, so I thought I would try it this way. But I'm just saying, even this show, what has happened just in the evolution that I've been here as far as Elsie moving to different places and how we have had the podcast. And we've always figured out a way to get a show out that sounded pretty darn good. And I'm, I'm kind of proud of that and thankful for it, too, at the same Me time. Me, too. Very. So that's it. That's what I'm thankful for. Wait, aren't you missing something or someone? Oh, well, yes, because of podcasting, I did meet somebody that I never thought that at this stage of my life that I would meet somebody that I would have a relationship with. And I am in a relationship now with a very fantastic woman, and I'm very thankful for her every day. I'm also thankful for video chat, too, just to say. (laughs) You could have left that one off. Thanks. Not that way, you dirty birdie. You could have just to be able to, to sit there and see somebody. It's a lot easier. It's a lot I'm better. very grateful for that, too, actually, because my kid gets to see all his cousins because of video chat. So I'm grateful for that. Right. Good. Everything into the gutter with you, young lady. <laughs> I can't help it. I think the moon's in Scorpio. Is that what it is? What yeah. That's what happens. Blame it on the moon. Blame it on the moon. Yeah. And your mind, more, the moon's in Scorpio and your mind's in the gutter. Always. Always. All right. Oh God. All right. Well. Jessica, I think it's time for us to let our three people that are still listening let us know how to... Con- Thanks for sticking with us, y'all. <laughs> um, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at She Podcast. If you have some feedback for us, please give it to us at feedback at ShePodcast.com. And you can always find all of our show notes at ShePodcast.com. In fact, if you would like our emails, you can go to um, ShePodcast.com forward slash join the community. And you can join our Facebook group for free and get all our emails so you know when each episode is coming. Thank you, you personally, the one who's left, for listening. We really appreciate it. <laughs> we you guys, love you, the night. one. Love you. We love you. Mean it. Mean it. Bye. <laughs>